Remember when your mother was making spaghetti sauce and she gave you a spoonful to taste? That's sort of what we do here on the Page One Challenge. We give you just a taste of a book, just the first page. Is the first page yummy enough to make you want to devour the whole book? That's the challenge. Open wide. Page One, Chapter 42. Editorial note, yes, the first chapter is named Chapter 42. That's a clue to the humor in this book. Ten years after a man first walked on the moon, Rodney and I sat on a beach and decided to write a book. We had left school, were unemployed, and had nothing but our combined genius to sell. Unfortunately, neither of us was Oscar Wilde, but being short of cash was motivation enough. We believed that writing a book was like receiving an inheritance from a distant unknown aunt. How hard can it be? Rodney had never written anything longer than a school essay. Piece of piss. Neither had I. Pass me a pen. I don't have one, but hey, get a load of that alliteration. Rodney and I had worked as little as possible. We took odd jobs when we had to and studied just enough to pass exams. At our respective homes, we melted into the background when dishes were to be washed, and I was known not to change the sheets on my bed for three months at a time. You may think no mother would ever allow this, but my sweet mother had a healthy relationship with bacteria. She claimed to avoid certain death as a young girl when, having gobbled down a few handfuls of dirt from the garden, for dessert she ate spoonfuls of moldy jam she found in the pantry. At a slightly older age, she learned about antibiotics and became retrospectively adamant that penicillin in the mold had saved her from some parasitic infection. My mother, therefore, thought my moldy sheets were prophylactic. Unsurprisingly, writing a book was not our first attempt at getting rich without effort. Some days earlier, we had gone to Brian's place. Brian was a smooth but slightly geeky punk prodigy. He was also good at making money. He owned a car with four doors and four good tires and lived in a flat in an expensive part of town. Brian's girlfriend was a beauty pageant contestant. She said she loved Brian for his mind. Brian said it was for his hair. It was thick, lustrous, and changed color with the frequency of a traffic light. He attributed this love of hair coloring products to an early exposure to chemicals. He was an only child who had been brought up on a farm in the rural hinterland where pesticides were as common as gravy. In addition to a swag of potentially carcinogenic compounds, Brian had acquired a dog on the farm. Scrabble was a black and tan sheepdog who now lived in a kennel outside the back door of Brian's flat. We were sitting around the kitchen table. Brian was sporting an orange mohawk cut and wearing ripped green jeans. He looked like an inverted carrot. That was page one of If That Was Lunch, We've Had It by DJ Colbert, published by Ririana Press in 2023. I hope that taste made you hungry for the whole book. Here's what DJ told me. If That Was Lunch, We've Had It is my attempt at Spike Milligan meets Greta Thunberg, trying to highlight aspects of global warming using humor. Hopefully, it uplifts spirits and makes people laugh in our uncertain and challenging world. All the proceeds from the sale of the book will be donated to the aid organization I help run called the Butterfly Trust, which works in areas of health, education, and disaster relief 
primarily in the climate-threatened small island state of Vanuatu in the southwest Pacific. A link to the Butterfly Trust website is in the episode notes. That's it for this episode of the Page One Challenge. If you like the podcast, please subscribe and share it with your friends.